Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Lou. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Happy Halloween. If you're tuning in, if you're subscribed, it's that fun time of the year. And if you haven't, make sure you have subscribed. Today on the show, we're talking all about archetypes. Brand archetypes is what helps you define your personality, look, colors, messaging, and speak to your ideal clients. And today my guest is Yamalka Rodriguez. Yamalka is a Venezuela-born activist, artist, entrepreneur who now resides in Kentucky. She helps companies magnetically attract top quality prospects or what they call superfans. Yomaka is an innovative design thinker, brand strategist who held leadership roles in designs across the Procter and Gamble company, including working with brands like Olay or SK2. And she has been featured in numerous outlets such as TEDx and Forbes. So let's welcome Yomaka. Welcome to the show, Yamilka. Thank you so much, Lucy. It's great to see you again. Awesome. So you're all about the archetype method. It's a powerful way to unlock your brand personality and build your brand legacy. So this method is based on psychology, but really for those may not have heard of this method, what exactly is it? Yeah, so archetypes are personalities, and they were coined by Carl Jung. And so basically, you use those personalities to either write stories, or what I do it for is to build brands. So we know that Hollywood does use archetypes to build characters for their movies, and you will see those characters. Now, we know that characters aren't one-dimensional, right? So obviously the method gets more complex as you go fully into it. But if you are just looking at it from a brand standpoint, it's really important. And I think some people don't truly understand this, but it's really important to portray your character always and be and be conscious about how you're portraying that character because you naturally attract certain types of people, right? I don't know if you've noticed that in your own life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, our people are out there, right? This is what I teach my clients as well, because you can't serve everybody. And I absolutely believe that we are attracted to who we're meant to attract because of you, because of being the authentic self, right? What's the psychology behind that? Yeah, so there's these four major drivers that we have, which is connection. And the opposite of connection is independence, right? So we strive for connection, but we also strive for independence. Then on the other axes, we have stability and then dynamic. We usually land on one of those drivers, For example, if you are in the belonging, which is connection, the belonging axes, it's all about relationships and connections. And the three archetypes in that particular axis are lover, caregiver, and the girl next door. Those three characters are all about connecting with people, relationships, bonding, but they're 
the three of them are a little different. They have different motivation, but the important thing is to understand what drives you, right? And, and I know your archetype is a magician. So what drives you is this, this thing, what we call dynamic. So it, it's the movement, doing different things, doing your passion. And really you said it even in your word when you were introducing me, because it's, it's really about what are we here to do? What's your vision and your purpose here in this world? It's funny how when I took your celebrity archetype test on your website and I turned out to be a magician, I'm like, wow, that's me. I'm all about, you know, having my superpower of transforming lives. And I do feel like a magician. However, working with my previous branding coach, actually, I was an innocent and I felt like both descriptions fit me so well. So can you have two archetypes? Yes, and that would totally make sense, actually, because what happens is that you have a primary archetype, which can be either magician or innocent for you, and then you have a secondary archetype because we're not one-dimensional, right? We're multidimensional. So innocent would be the right archetype. Now, because you, it's not an opposite, the innocent is next to you on the axes. And so that works for you. What I would say to you is you show up as an innocent magician, which is very different than maybe a magician hero or a magician lover, right? I'm a magician lover. So I show up a little bit different than you show up. It's not, I think sometimes people think, well, this, I'm stuck with this. This is it. No, you're not stuck. You make your own way. You find your own purpose. You figure out how to communicate within the magician innocent archetype. Now you do have opposites and those opposites are actually your, what I call your super fans. The people who are most attracted to your product, the people who will always see you as, as their star, right? As their goal. I'm sure you have a lot of super fans out there yourself. Really understanding who our super fans are can help us write the right message for them. Yes. What are your secrets to nourishing our loyal secret fans? Yeah. So for example, I'm a lover magician, so my fans are mostly explorers, which are love to discover new things, love to travel. I really try to make sure that whether I'm posting, I'm kind of helping them see possibilities, helping them see that I love to travel as well, helping them see that they can discover new things. And my other um, opposite is ruler. And ruler are more stable and they're more, they like control and stability. So also showing that there's possibilities and structures and, and how you can feel safe and connected at the same time. So those are my tips. Like it's super easy to communicate with your super fan once you understand who they are, right? And I know, Lucy, we talked about you know, one of the things that's more important is to keep that connection, to keep that connection with your clients and with your super fans and with your audience. And so throwing out simple questions that encompass that particular character is going to be important for you to really grow and help them grow. 
And that's why it's important to speak their language because that's how you get them to be excited about your offer. Exactly. So sometimes we tend to always speak in our own language, and we think everybody understands our language, but it's not necessarily like that. And I teach design thinking, which is creative problem solving, and I always tell my students to the most important thing is to understand different people that are not like you. Understand what drives. Those people versus what drives you, because you're never going to be able to create a new product or create a new offer or create something that's different and distinctive if you don't talk specifically to them. It's not about you know. Even when I was working in corporate, I would tell my marketing team that it wasn't about making things for everybody to love. It was for making things for one specific person to love, and that doesn't mean you're not going to attract other people. You know, it doesn't mean that. It means that you're focused and you know what you want. Oh, absolutely, and that makes me think of Amazon. Like we buy everything on Amazon nowadays, but back in the days, I only signed up for Amazon because I bought books and I was a book lover. <laughs> yeah, mean, Amazon started selling tech stuff. I would have never been a customer back then, right? Right. So obviously, Amazon has evolved, right? And I think a lot of brands have evolved to bringing a sort of personality, especially now that we have Instagram and. Facebook and LinkedIn, where you need to communicate as a person and not as a thing. But I think there might be a slight misunderstanding of archetypes if people are thinking of stereotypes. Because, for example, when I heard the term innocent, I'm like, oh, you know, that immediately what came to mind was like naive or gullible, right? Like negative connotations on the word. But really, what innocent means is to have simplicity, joy, and optimism. Is which is all the things I really. Preach exactly, exactly, and I think you know, looking at things from a positive perspective is always important. Like you said, you probably had a a jerk reaction. It's like I'm not that, you know, and and really being able to understand what that means. And a lot of times, you know, the innocent is they love simplicity and they like things that are. They're more like right and wrong. So you know, obviously, to attract an innocent, you have to speak from your heart because they really look at authenticity as well. And so, and make and keep things simple and pure. And so that attracts an innocent、uh, persona. So when you know who you are, and when you know who your ideal clients are, should you up? Grade or update your web page and everything to add those little keywords that would show who your ideal clients are. I would. Now, I always tell people: don't think you have to take everything down and then put everything back up in a new, in an evolved way. So, always take things、um, one step at a time, right? And so, what I tell people to do is maybe change your messaging first thing, because that's something pretty easy to do. And and not change your messaging on everything, but maybe start changing your messaging on certain things. And then as you 
get to understand more of the branding, you can start changing the, your visual assets as well. Because you, I think people sometimes think that their website is their logo, you know, and, and your website is much more than that. It has much more personality than that. It's about the font and the color and sometimes even the smell and the way it looks and the photography and the scent and the things you talk about. And, th and that's really your brand. And so you have to understand your brand from a big picture standpoint and then slowly evolve it, slowly evolve it. Now, I wouldn't say take it down, redo it, put it back up. You know, these things take time. And so I would say just play with it. Now, do you think, because in the beginning, when people are just starting their business, it's really hard to have that brand clarity, right? We don't know who our ideal clients are yet. Can you be successful without brand clarity? So I think it's very difficult to be successful without brand clarity because what brand clarity gives you is that clarity to move forward and know what you're doing. Because what happens a lot of times is as a new entrepreneur, um, we, we kind of play around with different things and try to figure out our way in. And that's fine. It's just gonna take you longer. When you have brand clarity, you know exactly what to do, exactly where to go, exactly what your message, what your offer is. And it makes things go a little faster and you will grow faster as well. Do you have one actionable item that you can suggest to our audience to keep a consistent brand look and magnetically attract their ideal clients? Yes. So I, I have to send you to the website. It has a super simple test that you do. It's just two questions. And then what I would say is once you know your archetype, so it's www.brandarchetype.co.co. And once you know your brand archetype, just try it. Like just start communicating in, in that way, research it. And then I would say, try it for about 21 days. We say that it takes about 21 days to, to kind of, and, and just look at your message, look at what you're saying, look at your visuals and try to make that consistent and see what happens. Um, that would be my number one tip is if you are new a branding or starting a business or have a business where you want to be more, have more brand clarity for your clients, then just find out who you are as an archetype and try out some new visuals, a new message over the next 21 days. You are truly amazing. You are a TEDx speaker. When you have those low days in your life, what is one quote that you go by to keep you going? Yes. So I have many of those days, by the way, just because you've been able to do some things that you were hoping to do and you check that off your list doesn't mean that your life is always great, right? And so we, we all have those days that are low. And what I say to myself is a quote I always keep in mind is where there's a will, there's a way. Absolutely. I say this all the time. There is always a way and blessings are coming your way. Thank you for your knowledge, Yamaka. Where can our audience find you at? Yes. Yeah, so again, the website is www.brandarchetype.com. 
www.yamilka.co.co. I'm also on Instagram, Miss Yamilka, Y-A-M-I-L-C-A. And also on Facebook, Archetype Method. Thank so, you. Thank you so much, Lucy, for having me. I so love being on your show and I'll see you next time. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Liu Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal-setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 